Black Hills Information Security, the leaders in penetration testing and active defense. Email consulting at blackhillsinfosec.com to request a quote today. The Threat Connect platform enables organizations to identify, manage, and block threats faster with threat intelligence, automation, and orchestration. Providing security teams a platform to unite their people, processes, and technologies behind an intelligence-driven defense. Threat Connect helps increase visibility into networks and integrates with defense tools to close the gap between threat detection and response. Get your free Threat Connect account today by visiting threatconnect.com forward slash security weekly. Endgame automates the hunt for both known and never before seen adversaries in enterprise networks. Built on unique knowledge on the adversary's tools, techniques, and tactics, Endgame's centrally managed agent prevents, detects, and responds to advanced adversaries at the earliest stages of the kill chain without prior knowledge. Endgame, automate the hunt. Welcome back, everyone, to Security Weekly. We're, our technical segment uh, for this segment, I guess, is uh, Afri Ziv from Gardacore. Afri leads the detection uh, development team at Gardacore, uh, which is responsible for security research, detection, and development of data analysis algorithms. It's really late in Israel. So, Afri, I'm going to turn it to you so that you can deliver your technical segment so we're not keeping you up all night, maybe just half the night. Thank you very much for doing that, by the way. It's my pleasure. Um, well, I think that the, the reason that we started to talk was the, our latest uh, uh, thing that we published in our blog post about the Syscan, the Syscan Trojan. Um, at the time of publishing the, the Syscan malware on our blog, it was only recognized I I don't remember exactly, but I think only like two antivirus products uh, found it uh, as a malicious uh, malware. Uh, although it uses no obfuscation, it's packed with some known packer. It's actually a very simple virus. I would say even an old style, old school virus. Uh, that one can think that an antivirus products would actually, uh, using their advanced heuristics, would detect. But unfortunately, almost none of them did. Um, we're talking about a piece of code which scans my entire disk, searches through my registry, communicate with some unknown Spanish IP address. And having said that, the difficulty of detecting a malware like the Syscan lies in the fact that it requires user inputs uh, which might fail sandbox solutions or uh, its lack of known to be malicious system calls allows it to stay stealthy and undetected by probably lots of antivirus engines. Well, it, it remained uh, undetectable for, a pretty, for several weeks and then we decided to go public with it Although we didn't have the chance to complete the research, uh, basically because uh, we felt that it can uh, do uh, deeply, I mean, it can have, a, it can provide damage, and that's basically it. And, and what, um, sorry, Arthur, yeah. what, what was this malware targeting? Was there a specific uh, targets involved you know, for this malware? So the malware it targets uh, Windows machines, and it actually breaks into them using old-style uh, brute force through the RDP. Mm -hmm. uh, it 
then installs a backdoor on the server, a, a simple a hidden user with a password. Uh, if it encounters uh, home edition windows, it also installs a RDP server on it and make sure it is enabled. Then it collects every metadata that you can think about. I mean, everything, users, computer name, uh, whether your machine is physical or virtual machine, the name of your CPU and everything that you can imagine. Then it scans the shit out of your computer, mm -hmm. your drive, registry, everything, looking for URL histories, cookies, and actually, they kind of like SQLite databases. They're looking for them and try to extract whatever they can from them, users' passwords, credit cards, anything that they can find. It can work on, I think it will work on every Windows machine since 2000 and until latest. And AV companies were not picking this up for some time? Yeah, actually, until we published it, as I said, I think only like two AV products wow. uh, detected it. Now, of course, uh, everyone mm. uh, detected it. But, uh, and it's it's pretty simple thing, you know. It, it's nothing very complex. Uh, but yet, uh, this is uh, very disturbing. I, I, this leads me to believe that breach detection and response capabilities are are a must, and we as a security community should put as much effort as possible to reduce the dwell time, which the period of threat remains undetected in a data center, which is very disturbing, if you ask me. Mm, I agree. Um, so how, how did you d detect the presence of this malware? So uh, we were able to do it using uh, we, Gardicor has a we're doing active research and discovering new threats, leveraging uh, what we call our global sensor network. This is basically our deception technology installed in multiple locations around the world, and it constantly streams early threat information to us and our customers. And some parts of that stream are deeply investigated by our cybersecurity experts to identify new and unknown attack vectors or malwares like the one uh, we just described. That's cool. So was it uh, logs or network activity or like what was the combination of things that you were uh, looking for in its behavior that, that triggered the detection? So. What triggers the detection is actually that we saw that the, this malware it performs lots of operations on the on our uh, deception machine, while uh, uploading this uh, piece of malware to VirusTotal or other uh, sandbox machines didn't give us any results. So we understood at that point we understood that we we have something uh, interesting in our hands. So we decided to take a deeper look in it. You know, it, it is written in Delphi. Hmm. Mm. Pretty funny. That's interesting. Was that to, yeah. to help evade detection, you think? Well, that's a good question. Uh, we were thinking about it. Uh, we tried to understand why. Uh, avoid detection is one theory. Also, I think that uh, it was actually a very common language, I think, to malware programmers in the past. Sure. Uh, 
perhaps, I, I don't know, perhaps the, it has lots of available libraries. It's pretty easy to use. So, maybe, maybe, maybe some old school virus perhaps, person perhaps. coming back into the scene? I don't know. Well, you, you say in your article that it borrows a technique from another Trojan dot Barry's, um, yeah. probably inheriting code from, from previous uh, malware. Mm -hmm. Yeah, actually, I, I must admit, I, I don't really know what Barry's is. Mm. <laughs> but uh, I, we saw when we reverse, by reverse engineering the malware, we saw a piece of code which looked very uh, familiar. And thanks to Google, he, just show us the berries, and it's exactly the same code. The lines uh, are in the same order. Hmm. Uh, they are using it to hide the, their backdoor user from the UI. <clears throat> so, um, with this malware, uh, offer, do how do we uh, how do we detect it um, moving forward, and how can we? adjust our strategies moving forward to make sure that we're detecting things like this more quickly? So I can tell what we, we suggest. We, we have several uh, uh, key points in our product that we use inside the data center. Uh, there are many deception solutions on the market uh, which use uh, breadcrumbs or stuff like this. And we are actually uh, aiming for the malware that tries to uh, propagate through the network. Uh, we use some unique approach to cover all the traffic and engaging all suspicious connections by listening to all traffic in the data center. And actually any attempt to access closed or blocked ports, like for example, if someone will try to connect uh, to an RDP port while it, will be it is closed, uh, or uh, an invalid IP address. Uh, it will trigger Centra, which is our main product. And Centra will redirect the request into our dynamic, isolated deception environment. Once it is redirected, our engagement system features real servers. Uh, this is really important. There, this is not an emulation. This allows the deception system to engage the attacker to believe that uh, he reached the, its real destination. Uh, this way, he won't be able to fingerprint us easily. Uh, we can see that even the malware it tries to fingerprint, uh, to collect different fingerprints from the machine that uh, it was able to breach. And it, anyway, it was able to run on our machine. Um, later, we perform a detailed analysis of all the uh, suspicious activity. We record it, we analyze it in real time. And in case we see a confirmed breach, uh, we actually produce an actionable security incident, something that our uh, users will be able to, to work with. Uh, and this is important because it reduces the detection time and the summary allows a, a detailed forensics, a, which later an administrator can understand what really happened and will know how to respond quickly and easily. And this is actually what we, uh, the, the best result that we can hope for. And of course, that the security products need to, uh, especially in data center environments, there need to be scale, high traffic rates, a small footprint, 
and this is something that we are actually uh, uh, put our feet on. And and you've done um, uh, that's awesome. And you've done some other research as well, uh, as well as uh, some research into a, a project called Photo Miner. What is that about? Yeah, so the photo miner was uh, another uh, very nice uh, uh, piece of malware that we investigated. I don't remember, it was a really long time ago, several months ago. Uh, it was detected by the same uh, uh, <coughs> sensor network, uh, a global sensor network of ours. Um, Uh-oh. Oh, sorry. You still there, Afri? Oh, I couldn't tell if he was pausing or if it was Skype. That looks like it was Skype. No. Oh, oh. wait. I see, I, see his, I see his lips moving, but I can't hear anything. <laughs> or is it just spinning because of bandwidth? Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, you're back now. now. Yeah, we lost you there for a second. You were talking about photo miner, and then we lost you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the, the internet doesn't want us to talk about photo miner. No. Apparently. It was probably really awesome, too. Damn it. No, he's frozen, dude. He's not moving at all. No one can stay that still for that long. Dude, well, you've, you've unless heard, you have some serious narcotics, you've heard about the, uh, the the what is it, the mannequin challenge or whatever it is there. Oh, I've seen the mannequin. Yes, yeah. I keep up a little better with my my, my memes now, Larry. <laughs> so, so why? why the, oh why yeah, the, hey, Alfred, you still there? Yeah, sorry, sorry, guys. The the, the internet. <laughs> the internet. The internet. That's, yeah, that's, that's all you got to say. That's the internet. The internet. Uh, so you were talking yeah. a little bit about phono miner and some of the de details there. Yeah, so PhotoMiner was actually a very uh, interesting piece of code. It's actually a worm which tried to uh, propagate through FTP servers, tried to breach the FTP server, and then uh, upload the malware wherever it, uh, to wherever folder it could find. And what they were trying to achieve is that those FTP servers will host uh, web servers. And they put uh, some malicious code uh, on those servers. And then when uh, the victims uh, surfing to the web server, uh, they were actually infected by the uh, photo miner. And this is basically what they did. And each of their victim, uh, the photo miner started to run on its machine, and it was mining uh, a Monero uh, virtual coins. I gotcha. Okay. And we we believe that the those people, I mean, their code is 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 not too complicated, and they are doing loads of money. Hmm. Really, they are like mining the hell out of the internet. Gotcha. And then you gave a, a talk at Black Hat on something called uh, Infection Monkey. What's that about? Yeah, so it was like half an year ago, I think. Uh, Infection Monkey is a, is a penetration testing tool that we wrote. Uh, we believe that uh, people, they, they test 
you know, developers, they test their code. They will never uh, commit code without testing it, or at least this is uh, what we want to believe. Uh, but with security, there is nothing that we test uh, on a regular basis, except for maybe when we uh, order a penetration testing from time to time. And Infection Monkey was actually an attempt to give to the community a tool which will allow uh, security uh, experts uh, to test their network and see uh, how it uh, goes with, uh, uh, some, with something which simulates a malware trying to propagate through the network. And then it will allow them to see uh, their blind spots, places that the monkey were able to propagate to without being detected by their uh, security uh, mechanisms. So this was basically the idea there. Uh, and it's really nice. Uh, it's still available, and you can download it uh, from our site, on the guardicore.com site. And does, I recommend uh, it. Does, yeah, does uh, Infection Monkey try to evade any endpoint protection or antivirus um, software? The, the Infection Monkey tries to propagate to wherever it can, and it tries to use a different... Uh, 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 invasion uh, techniques that uh, we put into it, and other people can add more stuff of their own. And it doesn't try to hide from the antivirus. Uh, on the contrary, we want it to be as noisy as possible because what we actually want to uh, give to our to, to the user of the infection monkey is the ability to to check its alarms to verify that. Uh, it's all, all its antiviruses are on, or its IDS machines, or right. every other uh, data center security product that he uses. Yeah, and that, that actually makes a lot of sense. That's a tool that I think people should use, right? Like you should be able to put this in your network without causing harm. It should set off all the bells and whistles and alarms in your network. And if it doesn't, then you got issues. <coughs> exactly. I like exactly. it. I like it. That's awesome. Um, so people can find that uh, on the, uh, the Goddard Core website. Uh, yeah, and, and we had some really funny results when we we helped some of the folks that try they download it and they they reached us and they asked for some help because uh, its installation procedure uh, wasn't uh, too clear. We are trying to work on it, but anyway, we we are helping to anyone who reached us. And some of the executions they are it's awesome. I mean, you see people using single password in the entire data center. And, and, and then the monkey it has this cool feature that shows you a map of wherever it, uh, it was able to propagate to. And you see like the screen is getting full in real time. Oh, that's you see awesome. Another, another one, another one, another one. And yeah, the, you should look at the face of the, way, the person who runs it. And he was like, OK. Thank you, guys. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of work to do. I got to go yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, it's like everyone should run this before having a pen test. Make sure you run <laughs> this. And if your screen lights up, like go back, do a bunch of stuff for security and, and, and until it, it can't propagate, then hire your pen tester. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Awesome. Well, Afri, thank you very much um, for, for sharing uh, your great blog posts uh, and your projects. 
Um, and absolutely uh, fascinating it, stuff. Presenting it black. That the, the uh, infection monkey is great. That's something that our users can uh, go download for free. Correct. Uh, yes, definitely. It's an open source project uh, we host uh, on GitHub, and you are all welcome to download it, try it, and uh, we will be happy to get assistance in developing it. Uh, your ideas, please share with us. Awesome. I, uh, I will get the link to the GitHub as well and put that in the show notes that you can find at wiki.securityweekly.com uh, on episode 492, which is this one. So, Offrey, thank you very much. Bye, guys. Good night. Get some rest. Good night. Uh, thanks, Offrey. <laughs>